welcome to another edition of the On Deck TV podcast, episode 358, 10 toes down in the game. This week, we're talking about Champagne Poppy and the We The Best DJ Khaled teaming up for a two-pack to fight off the Corona Blues to give you something to listen to while they're in the house. Also, the Migos, they got a problem with the paperwork and they decided to part ways with their entertainment lawyer. We'll dive into QC's response. And presidential candidate Kanye West holds his first pep rally. Sad but true. We'll get Mm. deep into that. But first, Twitter... Instagram, everything's been in an uproar about your man's Napoleon himself, Tory Lanez, allegedly doing a full uh, shootout. Well, not shootout. Allegedly shooting Meg Thee Stallion. I was trying to think of something clever to say there, but couldn't. Um, Meg Thee Stallion came out and was, you know, talking about this is her real life and that she was really affected by the alleged shooting. She went to the hospital. There was allegedly a party in the hills where an altercation happened and Tory Lanez was arrested when the police found a gun in his car. This has been all fun and games for about two weeks now. We're really not sure what happened. My question to you, though, after you read Meg's tweet, do you think we're taking this as seriously as we should? Um, no, <laughs> we're not. And look, man, you got to understand, like, this is one of the more, like, salacious hip-hop stories in a minute, though. Like, so I understand the public's response to it because this shit is crazy. Like, first, Tory Lanez gets, arre- gets arrested for the gun and ha- having a gun and a whip on Sunday. Then, like, two, three days later, Megan Thee Stallion comes out and says she was shot when at first TMZ reported that she had stepped on glass, which is why her foot was fucked up. Now she says she was shot multiple times. She said she was people, the victim of a crime. She didn't yeah. say she was shot multiple Yes, yeah, she did. She said she suffered gunshot wounds as a result of her crime, of a crime against her. Oh. And she said she had to have the bullets removed. Mm. So she said plural. So when she said that, people were like, wait, what? Like, what is, that don't even make sense. So the jokes inevitably are going to fly, though. That's the yeah. one thing that people have to understand. I understand Meg is coming online on Twitter and social media to look for support, words of encouragement, things of that nature. And you're going to get some of that, but you're also going to get these jokes. They're going to fly. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying that that's the fact of the matter in 2020. So should people be taking it more seriously? Yeah, probably. Will they? Probably not. I disagree wholeheartedly. Like, you don't get to pick and choose when shit hurts your feelings about what people can poke fun at. Like, oh, we understand that this is Meg's real life. It's two weeks later, people don't even know what happened. So with the lack of relevant information, like, you go online, you're gonna get these jokes. Like, you're not excluded from anything. Like, everything has gotten these jokes, especially from Black Twitter was notorious for dragging people. And to think that, to steal what you just said, you would go online for support and encouragement. Like, get the fuck out of here. This 2020. It's on there too, stop. Like, nah, stop. Well, if you make the stay, get out of here. Like, if you're looking for that, like she got friends and, and, and 
close family that can help her out with that. But like, I don't know what she thought she was going to get. Like you got shot by Tory Lanez, you're a five, three rapper. Like what happened? That's no nuts. one knows what happened, dude, until nobody knows what happened and can really gauge the situation. You're going to get these jokes and you're going to hurt your feelings. And that's what you signed up for. That's why you're, that's why you're Meg Thee Stallion. That's why you have 20 million followers. That's why you get the big checks when you go out. When you were driving the boat, you weren't complaining. Now you're getting shot on the boat by a little pirate and you know, she didn't hit the fan. <laughs> Man. Yeah, this, this, I ain't gonna lie, these are two popular, young and they prime artists. And you don't see a situation like this, especially involving a female rapper. Like beef between two male rappers are, is unfortunately like a thing. That's nothing new, but you don't see that with a female. Like that's strange. I mean, you you know you well, may see. We don't see, even know what happened still, bro. No, we still no, don't. But but it's no that Tory Lane shot her. It no, we don't know for a fact. But it's Tory Lane's camp has been saying like they're gonna take the self. I'm not self defense. Excuse. Me, they're gonna take the accidental <laughs> route, like it was an accident. But Meg Thee Stallion made it pretty clear that it was not an accident, and they think that he did that in response to her leaving the car or leaving the, leaving him or something. Yeah. First of all, why does Tory Lanez even have a pistol on him, dude? Like, let's be honest. Why don't you have a 6'12", 397-pound bodyguard like the rest of hip-hop, dude? What are you doing? I just watched the video of the baby going to get a chain made at Johnny Dang and he had the biggest bodyguard I've ever seen in my life dude like why why would you why would he walk around with a pistol on him bro you're not in the like stop bro that's when keeping it real goes wrong and you damn sure don't need a pistol when you were Megan Thee Stallion and her friend in the Hollywood you're fucking hills. the three-way up dude in in the Hollywood Hills nonetheless yeah, like, come on bro like what are you doing Tory Lanez Tory Lanez is too successful to have a gun on him that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm gonna go on and throw it. Like, if anyone thinks he was keeping it real or being a real nigga by having a strap on him, you're wrong. Uh, I don't even think, like you said, if you're going out with a situation that's making the stallion in her home, boys, like the pistol is not the first thing that you're grabbing. Like, not, <laughs> that's not it, bro. No. It, it, it's like I said though. It's weird that it's been such a big story, but there's no information. Like, we that's no true. one knows what the fuck is going on. So, again, I, I don't. Uh, I, d- I don't see where people wouldn't joke on this. Like, this is funny uh, from the outside looking in without the real details, without nobody like Dateline doing a dive into it. Just on the surface, like Meg the Stallion, not her being shot, but right. threatening Just to leave. Like, could you picture Tory Lanez trying to stop Meg the Stallion from leaving? Yeah. Can you picture that? How odd yeah. that's going to look when she push him down? And he fall over like that's gonna look funny, dude. When she pushes him down, she's standing there six feet in heels. He all of five four. Yeah, Max. Like, what if she picked him up and moved him out of the way, dude? Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the video of her getting pulled over? Did you see? Nah, I didn't. What happened? I didn't see it. They had the the police had them get out the car. And it was a, they had a homegirl get out the car. They uh-huh. had her get out the car. And she, and you could see the trail of blood from her foot. Yeah. When she was trying, they were they were having her walking, you know, stand here and all this extra shit. And Even you could see the bleeding and shit trying to get to the hospital. Yeah, you could see the trail of blood. But she took the IG to clear up. She wasn't arrested. The police t- actually took her to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? But it looked wild though, man. It was like it looked like it like a standoff. It looked like a out of her there too. It looked oh, like I didn't a standoff see that. when they pulled. Her over, maybe yeah. It, it, it looked weird, like they was in the street, like it was somebody, somebody was in the maybe some apartments or something looking down. So it kind of had like a helicopter view type look to it. So mm-hmm. it looked kind of strange. And then 
car doors are open and one person's laying on the ground and the other person's laying face on the ground. So it, it looked kind of wild. I was like, damn, that should look crazy. But she cleared it up and said, look, man, I, I didn't get arrested. They took me to the hospital. It was a crime against me. Like, y'all taking this as a joke because y'all don't have the info. Okay, cool. But just it's know funny. it's not a joke. And I'm, she said she was traumatized. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. She I'm can't be traumatized. She can be traumatized, but I don't, what 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 type of bail are you looking for to come online and tell us that though? Like I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. No one cares if she was traumatized. Like there's a million people out there that trade with her tomorrow. That's uh, and I just I don't I, I think that sometimes people that are on that side of it, like really big celebrities don't realize like what those big checks are for. Like those big checks are for this shit. Like this is what you signed up for, like whether it's right or wrong. And I'm not saying that you can treat celebrities a certain way without getting your ass kicked. I'm yeah. all for it if you're going to throw in a camera in somebody's face. But at the end of the day, the reaction is the public's. Like they, people can say what they want, man. Like how you let it affect it is on you. That's true. It come with the territory. It's fucked Absolutely. up, but it's going to be very interesting to see details. Like it really need like a e true Hollywood story on this. Yeah, I want to know what happened for real. Like yeah, that's what I want to know. It is funny to joke about, but I would like to know what happened. Tori Lane's real close to getting deported. Megan is a national treasure. I that's did true. see that tweet. We deporting Tory Lane's if anything in the wrong that he put out here. I agree because he shot my baby and I don't like that shit. Neither my one of baby. them have posted anything, by the way. Tory Lanez hasn't posted anything on IG since like the 10th. And other than that statement, Megan Thee Stallion hasn't posted anything. So they both like, went in hiding. Are they associated with the same labels? Maybe some label politics or something behind that. See, that's another thing. Who knew Tory Lanez and, and Megan Thee Stallion were even friends? Like, what, well, how were they even... On that, uh, that radio thing all the time, quarantine radio. She's oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. fair. I ain't know that. Shooting this shot, tough. I ain't mad at that. Um, moving on, man. Let's talk DJ Khaled. Khaled is prepping his twelfth studio album, I believe, and to celebrate, he dropped two singles. Mm. Now, gone are the posse cut all star lineup style records. Instead, they were replaced with two solo joints, mm. both featuring Drake. One is called Grease and the other is called Popstar. Did Khaled and Drake uh, get a hit or a miss with these two records? Uh, this is a miss. This ain't it. Either one of the records. That Popstar is cool. If I'm Drake, I ain't doing cool records no more. Uh, one of the biggest praises that I gave on the Dark Lane mixtapes is that even like it seemed like it, I'm practicing out here and I'm putting up numbers with you niggas that are like full game mode. That was impressive. And to take a step back and to come out with DJ Khaled and put out like some Reggie, this ain't even no mid, this Reggie. Like to put out two Reggie packs, like is unacceptable for Drake. Like every move now from here on out, like needs to be bodying niggas, foot on throat. Y'all niggas cannot compete with me. Stop bringing my name up. I'm Michael Jackson of my time. Leave me alone. And he ain't doing that. Like, I ain't putting, like, if Cali got two mid songs and he getting on my nerves, which I'm probably sure is how this happened, calling Drake, let me, let me drop these two bangers I got. And Drake was probably like, oh, I don't even really think they bangers, but you got it, bro. Like, go ahead. You need to do your rollout. Nah, we not doing that no more. Cali, you mad? Okay, get in line, nigga. Get right there behind the ear, push a T, and all the rest of these niggas is mad that I'm crushing shit. <laughs> and he ain't like I can't you can't put out shit like this when you Drake, in my opinion, even if it's a favor for DJ Khaled, which I assume it was. What do probably you probably so, probably so. And uh these are both hits. Uh what two for two without question. Out of here, man. Grease and pop star. See, 
this is what we're used to. We're used to an artist putting out two singles at, a, at, at one time and one being for the radio and then one being for the streets. Yeah, well, this is Drake. This was for the trash can. This is Drake. He drops two records. He drops one for North America and the other for the world. That's big boy shit that no other rapper can do. Pop star is for the States and it's going to ring off. If people were outside, it would be getting play and Greece is to ring off across the waters. That's how big dogs move. I understand Kendrick does not know how to move like this because he only makes shit for people that live in Compton. That's it. Kendrick's a big dog because I'm not giving DJ Khaled throwaways. Don't even come, don't even <laughs> ring my line, nigga. I ain't even in that game no more. I don't even know why you calling me. And it ain't even, I don't even, well, Khaled, if you get two bangers, then it's the move for you if you're putting your name on there. But the posse cut, I forgot about that until you just mentioned that. That would have been fire right about now. I don't know, though. You can't, see, you can't really do no yeah. big dog video for You can't really do no rollout. Nah, it's for, even easier. Just send me like five minutes. Get with your videographer. Send me five minutes. I'm going to get a nigga to edit it up right. Put some sauce on it. Like DJ Khaled, I think he missed. Like He could have made this big, like one of them big DJ Khaled, like Brianna, Bryson, Tillers. Like He had one of them in him. It, it, it wasn't this two-pack with Drake. You know, you got to admit, this ain't. If you rated any other Khaled single, this is below all of them. No, I, I, Popstar is fire. Popstar is banging. It's low-hanging fruit, Damn, though, because Drake for, can make that in his sleep. For a Drake and Khaled single? Bro, it's Khaled. Let's be honest. This is not Come Drake's on, album man. single. This is not God's plan. He's not going to give him God's plan. You can cancel that. It's Khaled. Khaled it's, it's, is going to get the throwaways, and Drake's throwaways sound better than a lot of niggas' A-list joints, bro. Like, let's be honest. That's and, all. You just tired of niggas winning. Not this time. I, I wish they would have won. I wish they would have gave me some good music for this time period, but it didn't happen. You know it didn't. I, on another Drake <laughs> note, though, did you see Steve Stout convo with Russ talking about mm-hmm. Drake when they were talking about major versus independent? You know what he said? Man, dude. So Russ, his label deal is up, mm-hmm. and so he's now independent. And then they, they started talking about Drake's deal and kind of what's about to happen next with him. Mm-hmm. Steve Stout said that Drake is about to get the biggest record deal in the history of music, and they're going to do that. The majors are going to give him that because they don't want him to go independent. If he goes independent, then the music business is over with. And then Russ started breaking down like exactly why and what that means. Russ was like, you take a song like God's Plan, you, you go record God's Plan, and you, you spend the $10 it takes to upload it to the streaming sites. Mm-hmm. You spend 20, 30 bands on the beat, and then five bands to mix it. So mm-hmm. let's just say at max, he's all in for 50,000. Right. You release God's plan independently and you're making millions of dollars a week for the, you name the amount of time, nigga, for at least three, four, five years. He was right. like, bro, if he does that, people will see the blueprint and they'll never, motherfuckers will never sign to a major ever again. They'll only go to end up, they'll go the Drake, it'll be the Drake route at that point. And that's what he was saying. And he said, dude, the bag he's about to get is going to be ridiculous. They said he's going to drop in about in, within the next six months. And if you see a major with it, that means he, the, the numbers are crazy. What was this song? Um, him, he did some type of interview with Russ, man. I, I don't know exactly what the platform was, but mm. Google's our friend. I'm sure you can find the whole joint, but it was a, it, it was a dope conversation that they was having. You know, Steve Stout be dropping gems and shit, though. He, like, he dropped gems. And Rush right. actually does pretty good at, at dropping some good knowledge, too. I became a Russ fan after one of his interviews. 
Like yep. the, he sold, he was sold me on. Like you've been talking shit. Like why are you surprised I hit you in your mouth? Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a so classic it, statement for me. That's uh, a fact. But, it is. But when you're talking numbers, I, I my ears perk up. So not only was he on Instagram, like we said a couple of weeks ago, he was on Instagram showing his streaming numbers and the difference between the money he made being independent versus being signed. But now he's talking like this and breaking down like how much Drake really could make if he went independent. That's an so interesting that's theory that I'd like to stay with just for one second because essentially what they're saying is that Drake would take, he would make more money independently, but if they broke the bag off with him, it would be essentially to secure the music business stay the way that it was as opposed to the way that it could be. Absolutely. That's a lot of responsibility for an artist like Drake. That's a huge responsibility. And it's what like- What do you think he would do with those options? Which he would do whatever makes the most sense for Drake. Drake. That's what, uh, Drake. Drake. Yes, he uh, would what do whatever that, made the most kind sense. Of be on the fence here. Like if you if someone told you, "Hey, Animal Brown, okay, this podcast deal, and I'm gonna break you off because I know if you did it the other way, every other podcaster is gonna find out the way and gonna eat from it." Yeah, what would okay. you do? I would do what's best for me. Get the fuck out of here. Man. <laughs> the the bag that Drake is going to get is gonna be well, well. And he's probably going to get the masters the to bag, go along though. with it. I don't think it's about the bag at that point. It's about the the. Would be a trailblazer. He's already a trailblazer. Yeah, but I mean, you go down in a different kind of history if you do that, right? Like, it's only so much money you can spend. But if I sure. if I initiate a whole other process, and I'm that's a legacy you initiate. I think he already had. I, I, I just trust me. I understand. What I you're mean, saying. with what he has already done on top of it, if he's like, "Well, I'm going independent," like you said, and to Drake is the epitome, though. Like to say that I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with it. Of course, they have more knowledge with it than I do. But to say that Drake could do that for fifty thousand and do millions in a week, this is not a shot. But Slim Thug can't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying like it's still artists out there that are gonna do that and, and even have a great beat and, and be able to spend fifty thousand and not turn around a million in a year. Yeah, but you gotta understand the, the reason the market at that point. Everybody but the reason don't think they can do it. Listen, the reason that Slim Thug's Instagram looks the way it does and his house does. looks the way it does is because he owns the masters to several of his projects and a lot of that stuff that he sold was independent. Right. So that's why you you just get a bigger piece of the pie and the pie is bigger than what a lot of people are aware of. And we're going to get to that with this Migos in a second. Mm. But the pie is a lot bigger than people know. You see those low ass per streaming numbers that they pay you on streams and shit. Mm -hmm. But that's only that's only half the battle with how so much you could be making. So they're saying that Drake would expose the, the he would pull back the curtain, per se. Not necessarily that he would make more being an independent person, but he would blueprint like you said or peel exactly. back the curtain as to you thought it was this was a, a hundred million dollar deal or a hundred million dollar play when we did this this is on reality is a 500 million dollar exactly that, that's what i'm saying so th think of tomorrow if we woke up and it said drake signs 200 million dollar deal with universal we'll be like god damn that shit crazy but think if he went independent and five years from now it says drake has made 500 million off of that's a bigger deal than people like that's, yeah, that's twice what, I, as much. I, I don't even understand why there's no reason if I'm Drake, why I would even, unless Apple came to me and they was <laughs> like, shit, you want to see it at the board? <laughs> <laughs> 
that, that's like the only if it was a big company like there's no there's no record company that could sign me if i was Drake. Mm. They, they, they're like reality y'all out of here i'm talking to like xfinity i'm talking to like comcast rising yeah. <laughs> y'all niggas universal y'all out of here but we'll see maybe they know time will tell what we got man Migos Next, talk man we got on the list your boys the Migos, the north side's finest <laughs> they um clearly have had some conversations with someone outside of the QC camp and contracts are under review. And what I mean by under review, there are a lot of uh, uh, frivolous charges, we'll say. A lot of putting uh, the, the putting it on the top as far as when they had their review or quote unquote audit done of their situation and now they want out. They're wanting to separate from their entertainment lawyer. His name is Damian Granderson represents other people in the music business and the Migos due to conflict of interest stated in their uh, claim to the courts, they want out of their record deal and want to be compensated for what they missed. How do you feel about everything going on with the Migos because QC was dragged into this, the conflict of interest is this same lawyer represents the Migos and the record label QC. Uh, So P, the head of QC did come out with a response to say everybody is family and everything is negotiable, but it seems like he hasn't talked to the Migos. Again, what do you think? That there's trouble in paradise where this can be resolved? Now, this is a huge deal. Mm. Huge deal. So the issue is the lawyers hid the fact that QC was profiting, profiting more off of the albums um, that were distributed by Capital than it appeared. They w- apparently, they hid that fact. What you were just talking about. Then, exactly, then they weren't made aware of side deals that QC had going on that involved Migos, in which they got more money off of that, and the Migos didn't get anything. So, and then on top of that, they found out that the same people that represent them represent QC, which is an obvious conflict of interest representing the boss and the employee. We already know whose side they're going to be on. Now, P, he wrote like a four-page letter on Instagram, like vehemently denying unfair practices. But, bro, this is what happens in a pandemic, and you can't get any show money, and you're starting to look at your finances with a fine-tooth comb, and then things like this appear. I guarantee you if we were not in a pandemic and things were normal, we would have never heard of this. There would have never been a review of shit because there would have been no need to because the money would have been coming in and it would have been good. We said this on the show, dude. Like, I hate... We said this a couple of... I can't remember which episode it was, but we said this when I think Lil Baby got bought like a Bentley for his birthday or some shit. Hey, bro. We don't need to be... Hey, hey thanks, P. I appreciate the sentiment, but you could just give me the 200000 that that Bentley is worth. You don't have to buy me a car. Like, when we see cars getting bought... You flash back to Cadillac Records and you think that it's a shuck somewhere tucked in under that paperwork. And it sounds like maybe that's the case. It's unfortunate. Mm. Yeah, that is unfortunate uh, based off what we've heard. And you referenced Cadillac Records. Juvenile told the story when he first got with Cash Money. Uh, and niggas was like, shit, all of them your cars? Like, yep. You know about them? He like, he buys one every time we put an album talking about, baby. Yep. Um... I say all of that to say, man, like I fuck with QC and I fuck with P and 
this is where you have to do your due diligence at the beginning if you're amigos, regardless of how much you consider people as family and get your own lawyers. Um, yep. If a lawyer works for QC and he works for you, you're employed by QC, like you said. So his priority is going to be the person who makes him the most money. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's how it's supposed to be in, 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 the, in the law world. I disagree with you in the point that the pandemic is what caused this. I alluded to this a little earlier when I talked about little babies rise and I asked you what you thought or how you felt about the Amigos would feel about not being number one over there anymore. Mm. And I think what starts it is two things, not just from their side, the pandemic, of course, now that they find two comb and it plays a role in it. Once Amigos start to see baby getting the looks that they look that they were getting, cause he closer to P than they are. And, uh, once he's around more than they are now, and once, he, you know, just it, it starts to get to a point when you're P, your your cash horse has changed. And as a businessman, you have to notice that. So, of course, baby going to get preferential treatment. He hotter than y'all are right now. Right. Like I, ain't on, I ain't not saying that y'all can't get hot, but right now he's hotter than y'all. Of course. Um, I think P did a good job in addressing it when he said that everything is negotiable and he, he alluded into in that post that I haven't heard from y'all and we're supposed to be family. And this is supposed to be a thing. One of the biggest breakdowns that we have in our community as black people and us, especially as black men is the breakdown in communication, not being able to have a conversation without getting emotional from how they looked on screen, the Migos, P baby, the stories that were told, this could have been handled with a phone call. from how they look on screen and then what i'm saying is if you remove the emotional part out of it you get the information of what happened and you call p and say hey this is what my people telling me as opposed to going to file for the courts like if you have a real i guess a trust or a family orient orient with that person then you can present that to them and let them solve that problem as opposed to well, he wouldn't have been getting over on me in the first place and I can't trust you anymore. Like, these are contracts. Combat Jack said it best. Like, when he was talking to Dame Dash, like, fam, I don't got no ill intent towards you. I'm just doing my job. And, like, if you can't have a conversation with me about how I'm doing my job and you feel like you're supposed to get something more, then come and say something to me. You don't got to go, if we are family and we're cool for real, you don't have to go do all of that. You can go file your court costs and I wouldn't see anything wrong with it. I'll catch you in court. Right. But you can't call yourself being what you said you were if you can't present that problem to him. And he said that he hadn't heard from them. He you claimed know, that this was his first time hearing about this. And I don't think that that's the way that you handle it. I mean, um, people feel betrayed, though, man. Like, it, they've been with him since 2013. That's where the emotion part comes from. Like, okay, that's business. You get betrayed in business. Like, you're feeling, like, people say business and emotions, like, ain't the same thing. It is like your feelings are going to get hurt. Shit ain't going to go your way sometime. How you react to it is how you become, you know, what you want to be, essentially. Now, like, to be like, fair, they didn't go on Instagram and say, fuck P and fuck QC. Didn't. That would be reacting emotionally. What, or lawyers and suing and getting what's owed to you because you felt like things have been hidden from you purposefully. That is not that's business. That's how you handle it business wise. You don't have to call that's true. But that's after emotional reaction, though, bro. Like you're right. That is absolutely business. But the first thing in your head, like if you and I have an issue, 
the first thing that I'm not, I'm not going to call my lawyer first. I'm going to call you. Well, that's, that's, it's a little different. It's not, it's not. It's a little different. It's not. And if you, like I say, they portray themselves as that, yes, it can appear one way on paper, but contracts right. are negotiable. And that's what they're there for. They ain't there to hold nothing in place. They're there, okay, I want to have a conversation about this. And the contracts leave gray areas for you to have a conversation about this. So before I got to call a lawyer or before I got to do all that, I made the decision not to call you. And that is the emotional reaction that I'm talking about. Like I made, that's an emotional decision. If I know this person, been knowing this person, and I made the decision, are oh, you trying to fuck me? Just based off some shit I read or something somebody else told me, that's emotion. That's emotional. Let, let me tell you why P put out that four page letter on Instagram. <laughs> the number one reason, why, well, actually three reasons why he put it out. Number yeah. one is little baby. Number two and three are city girls. Because no, what no, happens- Whoa, whoa, whoa. You forgot number one. That's Ooh. Cardi B. Oh, I'm mean, well, yeah, she's managed by QC. Yeah, well, she just came out this weekend and said she no longer has management. Right. She, like, she was, she was with a one. Well, that too. That's fair. But yeah. the, he did that because what happens when you're on a label and your label mate says they're getting robbed? Everybody you immediately call your lawyer and say, "Hey, take a look Everybody at my shit." I want to see the paperwork now. I'm, I'm talking about take a look at it. Stat. Get like I don't give a fuck if you don't get sleep tonight. Pull that shit up and go through it and tell me, am I getting what they're getting? I need answers. <laughs> I'm talking about immediately, nigga. Yeah. Like, so can you imagine? The baby was fresh out of the trap. Can you imagine what his paperwork looks like, dude? Like, it. We we can't be naive to think that when all we've got decades of people claiming the industry as being vultures to its artists. But see, that's my not problem, think that bro. it's, bro, it's, it's a, it, but it's a, it's happened too many times though. True. And too many times it gets to an emotional, like people have to be able to have a conversation behind business. People get fucked every day just because this person was close to you. It doesn't exclude you from getting fucked. And like America is a capitalist society. Facts. You should be able to have a conversation. Even if you do get fucked. Like you can be mad and all of that shit. You get that time to do that, but you should still be able to address it and adjust yourself accordingly, as opposed to flying off at the handle, can't not doing business with someone anymore, not answering the phone. And I'm not sure that these things happen. Maybe the people just lying and try to reach out or didn't try to reach out. I'm not sure. Yep. From the information that we've had, if you find out information like this and you go dark, that's that's emotional to me, and that 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 shouldn't be in my opinion, and that's the problem, the first instinct of people, especially in our culture, is to find out information where you think somebody's getting over on you and not wanting to have a conversation with them, thinking that they have ill intent against you for the rest of your life. And I will point out the locks and puff daddy. Like, yeah, right. like Jada Kiss said, we handled that incorrectly. Once we got older and realized that all we had to do was have a conversation with puff and we would get what, what was owed to us, boom. Now Mace may not feel the same way, no, it doesn't. It emotionally, I think. So, like, it's all about what you're able to negotiate and, and being able to have a conversation, in my opinion. I hate that it happened to them, though, man. I, I, yeah. I like the image of QC. I like the, the brand that they were building. So you kind of hate to see it fall into that stereotype or the music industry. I, I hope they J figure Hove it out. Right. It makes J-Hove right, too, which is never a good thing. Yeah, he called that. Not yeah, going to lie. J-Hove been calling that for, like, two years. Man, next up, man, before we get to this Snoop Dogg versus DMX preview, let's talk Kanye West. Kanye held a God. campaign rally for his 
presidential run in South Carolina on, on Sunday. Footage of the video went viral as he spoke on everything from Harriet Tubman to his late mom. Um, you can hear boos from the crowd off some of his comments. Uh, my question is, Kanye actually doing more to damage himself, or do you think he's getting more sympathy votes now? I don't think he's getting any votes. I'll be very clear here. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> man, I think that this is next level album promo. I don't think that this has anything to do with mental health anymore. This doesn't have anything to do with wanting to be the president or liking Donald Trump. How can I push the envelope as far as it can go to sell a record? And to me, that's nasty. Mm. 43 years old, 44, you got to get up here and play around about your mama name and play around about slaves and play around about all these other things. That's nasty to sell a record. Um, but I mean, if that's how Kanye West want to conduct himself, I'd already mailed him out. Like y'all, as people know, that listen to this show a long time ago. So I, I look at this and I'm never surprised. Like I can have conversations with my girl and she's like, do you see what? Yeah. And like, it's, it's never, I don't, I don't think that short of killing himself, Kanye West would do anything for you to, to listen to his music and to what he's got to say. And that's just, that's nasty to me. Yeah, I know one thing. He's making it real hard on his fans. I was just going to say, as an apologist, man, like, how do you feel? Like, I know your phone was buzzing off the hook. He's making it real difficult. Because, <laughs> dude, because he's all over the place, man. Like, let's be clear. He's always all over the place. Just like you said, he has an album coming out. I think Friday is supposed to drop. It's named Donda after his mom. And see, so this is all promo to me as well. But here's the thing, though. I don't think that necessarily he's nece he's faking some of the emotional reactions for promo. I just think he's putting himself in these situations to garner those reactions. And in return, it's being used as promo for something that he has coming out. I still think the way he feels and thinks and that he does have issues. I think those are real. I think that's clear. It's been like that for a minute. It just didn't happen yesterday. Um, I know one thing Kim K is probably sitting back like, Hey man, he got him on the clock. She nah, she is with this shit. What? She with this shit. Well, not well, to be fair, no, she is with the shit she until it damages shit. the Kardashian brand. Man, I don't, you think you see this damage in their brand? May, maybe not yet, but it's possible. Like like they may Don't nobody to look at the card my bad. Don't nobody to look at the Kardashians care about Harriet Tubman and, and, and her um, turning slaves on the white. Like I I, I think You'd be surprised how many people how many different people watch I'm, I'm the Kardashians. Funny. Yeah, I'm be right being funny, but <laughs> I just don't, I think that their agreement in the beginning, because I do think that there is agreement, an agreement between those two, Kim K okay. and Kanye, as long as you don't fuck up what I got going on over here. And yeah, I believe you're talking it. about Jesus and you're talking about uh, whatever else Kanye West talks about. I don't think it ever interferes with the Kardashian brand. I mean, I mean, and, and two, their brand is made on taking real life and turning it into promo for shit. Yeah. So, but uh, hey, listen, if she, the day that she decides to dip, y'all think he got issues now? If he packed them kids, if she packs those kids up and leaves, dude, bro, that's probably why she hasn't that's dipped the yet. That's the next album. That's no, the, that's the next funeral. Yeah, that yet is because the next album. Like, nah, like, that'll be his last. I'm going to roll out. That, that'll that'll be, his last. be his last album. He'll call it Divorce. He's going to be back off uh, uh, secular music or whatever it may be. I guess it's, it's old. For the record, he's not running for president, though. Stop. Like, let's let's be let's be honest, you guys. He's not running for fucking president. That's not going to happen. He's not going to be on your ballot. He did a damn campaign rally in a basement with thirty people around. Man, like that's not how shit is done. 
that was low budget album promo. I'm not watching the whole clip. I'm going to act like it didn't happen, and I will never bring that shit up after we have this discussion. At what point like, do you start selling your Yeezys? Hell no. Nah. I, I already told you, when he starts making MAGA music, then I will start to turn around. Because MAGA. the shit that he is saying in these interviews is MAGA talk. Yes. It's a lot of it's a lot of MAGA talk. When, but in his music, if you're listening to the music, he's still saying everything that he's been saying from day one. So I, I until the day he makes MAGA music, I'm all in, but he's making it tough for me to defend him. And he's he need to he need to sit the fuck down. The two songs that he put out with this project are both fire. And I saw I'm I'm here for the music and the, the Kanye shoes. West. Yeah, them shits go hard. The Donda song is fire. I don't even think I've heard it. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm just and that's old that Kanye too. Like that. Oh, the that, clip, that little two, that little minute clip. It was like it's like two and a half. It's a song though. Uh, that shit hard. That sample super hard. Like that's it was. It was cool. Oh my god. Are you, you know waiting? Now I'm just saying it was cool. Like what more can you give Kanye West right now? Other than it was cool. Like no, nah, the song was dope. I'm not here for it. It wasn't dope. Um, niggas want old Kanye, they get old Kanye, and the shit's just cool. That's because yeah. you're tired of his persona. Just I'm, say that the I'm song is dope. Him. I've been saying that shit for three and a half years. I probably was the first nigga saying that shit. But you're hating I on the song, though. The residuals of that is hating on the music when the song is good. That's all. Or I'm not saying. not wanting to hear it is the residual of it. Not caring about the music is what I would say. Oh, fuck. That's just one hundred percent what I would say. Let's get to um. We got Those a new verse. Yeah, man, those are the topics for the week. Listen, we have a new versus battle this Wednesday. Snoop Dogg, DMX, West Coast, East Coast, Dark Man X, Snoop D-O-Double-G, the dog father. We've got a couple of questions here. We're going to go down, you know, who, would, who we think will win the singles battle, maybe who we think will win the features battle, because there's battles with inside the battle. Let's be clear. Yep. We even got some prop bets going on. But first and foremost, even though I know the answer to this question, we asked it during Nelly and, and, uh, and Ludacris, so we have to ask it again. And, of course, we'll get to who we think will win and all that shit. Who had the bigger impact between Snoop and DMX overall <laughs> as a rap career? Yeah, we know the answer to this shit. This is laughable. He's the most recognizable try, rapper of all time. I thought you were going to come in here and try to cake for your boy. you like the biggest DMX fan I know. DMX was the shit when he came out. You're the biggest DMX fan, like hands down. That I know. You need new friends because DMX was the shit when he came out. And it, here's the thing. First of all, do you think this is a good matchup? I could see why Versus did it. Um, I could see it being entertaining. And I could see it being sneaky good, but <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about it. Like this would have been like one of the last pairings yeah. that I would have thought of if I were curating these like I don't I'm not sure how you come to like the dog versus dog maybe yeah but I'm not sure how you even get to Snoop Dogg versus DMX so DMX and I, I, I always say this I, I love DMX second third fourth album but after that it was well I don't even know if I like this fourth album second and third album put the put respect on the first album goddamn what are you talking about the first album was cool oh my god some of that we'll talk about we'll talk we'll get into New York bias here in a second uh, but the first album was cool. It was nowhere near Snoop's first album. Let's get we'll that clear. We'll talk about the discographies in a minute. Uh, but yeah, like this ain't even a, this not a, this not an even matchup if we talking about like what Snoop has done for the game. And hits. No, I agree. 
I agree. If, if we're talking legacies, like Snoop is what, 1A, maybe 1B? Like, yeah, like who else is more recognizable than him? It's Snoop. It's Bro, Snoop. like it's... It, Jay-Z. Exactly. And it's Jay-Z's it. not doing this shit. Let's be clear. He should. Yeah, but he's not. Well, not well. <laughs> are there other people with enough hits like Snoop and Jay Z would be the parent? Would that be it? You can do Wayne, Snoop and Wayne. Wayne, Wayne. There, there, there's a handful of people that can't be fucked with, and that's Wayne, Snoop. Well, yeah, no, that's fair. Wayne, Snoop, Snoop Drake, and then on the production tip, Pharrell, Kanye, and maybe Dre. Wayne, and Drake they don't want to see fire. anybody. Wayne Who? and Drake would be fire. Yeah, that'd be dope. But Drake's still in his prime. He's not doing this shit. People in their prime not doing this. Let's be clear. This is. I don't, this I don't think is, that's a good move. If you want to go down that road, we can. Or we want to stick to. I don't think that doing this in your prime, like if this if is nobody in their prime is doing this, bro. They should though. This is dancing with the stars, bro. Nah, this is for legacy acts. That's bad branding by versus. Then no, it's I'm, not. If I'm versus and I work in the marketing department, I'm throwing everything at, at, at one at somebody current to come do this. They're not doing it, bro. I'm telling you. Man. Who like Wale? Who don't want to control hip hop or the culture for like two, three hours for a night? Everybody, you telling me that people don't need the Drake may not need this, right? He, but that's it. Like nigga, even Kendrick Lamar could use this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like nigga, this is big. Like this shit, this versus shit is big. Only reason I feel like current artists wouldn't do it because their songs ain't relevant enough. Like this, you got to be a a dog. Drake yeah, is you gotta have current artist that probably could do it. If we being if we did, that's where the road we want to go on. Look, uh, one one day, one day maybe we'll get a current act that is in his or her prime doing this. I I don't see it happening. This is more of legacy. This is more nostalgia. Uh, I think that's what Swiss and Timberland were going for. Mm. But we know who got the bigger impact. Like, I'm not even finna cheat DMX like that. DMX run was maybe six years. Snoop's run was 36 years. Like, come on, bro. Like, stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not fair. And that's why the matchup is a little weird. I think they tried to get other people, and they just somebody in the marketing team thought, oh, this dog versus dog, and it'll be cool promo. We can do the little picture with two dogs. And, okay. That's cool, but bro, like, and we'll get to score predictions and all that, but it, this is tough. Now, the battle, the battle inside the battle, I think there's three battles. There's a singles battle, there's the features battle, and there's kind of like the B-side battle. Mm. Does DMX win any one of those, in your opinion? Features, features singles, sure. or B-side? Features for sure. Mm. Like, features battle. Well, you talking about with people on his songs? Like, no, I'm saying him being featured on other people that he could use for the purpose of this battle. Oh, because you already know how that go, that's gonna go. No, nah. well, he may not win one of those, but I was thinking features in the sense of like he got some iconic songs with like the Locks, Hove. Of course, like that's one thing that Snoop don't got. Snoop ain't got no like big catalog with with big dogs. I'm not that I'm thinking of right now that were big songs. He may have songs with a lot of people, but I don't think that they were his biggest songs were solo or with Dre. Or Eminem, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah. So uh, if we talking about, cause DMX can play some shit that that I get a room right. If it, it like some with like Reservoir Dogs or some shit, I can't think right. of other than some some shit with with the locks on there, right? Like that that'll go off. Some shit with Eve or something. But if I'm Snoop, man, I'm I'm not gonna play no games. All it's, twenty rounds, I'm going in there to go twenty and oh. 
If like, Snoop wants to be petty, me. I if, would. If Snoop <laughs> wants to be petty, he could crush elbows. I, <laughs> I elbows every round. We talking singles? What you play, nigga. We boom. Well, I don't know. Hold on. What does Snoop play when DMX plays? Kind of like that real that slip and fall and can't get it. like that's real shit with emotional mm-hmm. attachments. That's bigger than a. I mean, well, that's not bigger. You gotta but go you, the other way. You gotta go all the way the other way and play beautiful. That's not gonna Let work. Man. Light a mood up in here. Let me hit you guys with some for real. Boom. Let me hit y'all with that. I know y'all happy now. Like I'm, I'm hitting him with twenty like monsters. I, I like DMX want to fight me when this is over. That's, he gave me a break, bro. Nope. You out of here. Look at the score. Twenty nothing. Get him out of here. Uh, maybe what these bitches want. Maybe he got to catch Snoop on like sleep. You think beautiful don't crush that though? He only play it one time. Oh, okay. It, uh, it, that's fair. If if, if he drop it like it's hot, he's yeah. crushing that, bro. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't got nothing for that. It'd be ugly out here, bro. For like, bro, like Snoop, like Snoop's music. Two hundred years from now, when aliens like invade the Earth, <laughs> look, be like Mozart, nigga. When aliens are have invaded Earth and they're on here moving amongst us and shit now. They're going to hear one, two, three, and two, and it's going to hit the Facts. exact same. Facts, it's going to be banging two hundred years from now when, when when humans and aliens live on Earth, dude. It's going to be banging, and and DMX has banging shit, but it's more of a time capsule of that time where the shiny suit era was going on, and he came through, you know, with the with the chain around his neck and the the big dog pit bull and the. The dirty tin, like he came in with the opposite of that. So he yeah, has a specific, a he has a moment in time. Yeah, Snoop, Snoop has timeless imprint, nigga. That's so that's gonna be tough for DMX to keep up with. And that's my dog, no pun intended. If I'm Snoop, I'm coming like I ain't I ain't here to play no games. We can chat and have fun after we play our 20, but for this for this versus, oh, I'm gonna dust you for them to even put you like don't even put this nigga on the board with me next time if i'm snoop the whole time i'm playing song next time y'all niggas better call jay-z y'all niggas better call wayne like every song no disrespect to you dmx man but they should have got somebody else in here man because you finna get slaughtered do, do you think it's a good personality match no that's why it, it was <laughs> for entertainment snoop, I, I don't I'm not sure what state DMX is in now. I said that's it. important. That's key. No, because we don't know. Like DMX, we've heard stories like yes. him wilding, and I don't want him to snap on Uncle Snoop out here, man, for like busting his head. So I hope you know what I'm saying. He, he I think he in the right state of mind, man. He let him hit the blunt or something, man. If he's able to do that, you know, he just got out of rehab. He let DMX hit the blunt, and hopefully, we have a good, fun time. Hopefully, DMX will play into it. DMX a funny dude. Like he is, is like yeah, you're funny. He's funny. Dude. I like, don't really think of him as being funny. You know, not purposely, but it comes off oh, as okay, funny. Okay, he being DMX, but it's something that would be entertaining. So if, if DMX can get in his bag, he kind of snarky. Snoop, Snoop, like Snoop gonna make it do what it do. He been doing this shit for thirty years, man, and look like he can do it for thirty more. So yeah, Snoop, it's going. Snoop got the personality in the bag. He got the songs in the bag, like. This this gonna be a long night for X, boy. Bro, Snoop has seventeen studio albums, one hundred and seventy five singles, Nigga that had th- thirty seven million records sold worldwide. <laughs> Bro, 
And again, I want to be clear. DMX is my dog. His run was from about 98 to about 06. And I'm being so generous with that 06. Yeah, you it's really like 04. Super generous. <laughs> I mean, 03. But he, but he can't come out with that. Like, that's just not going to. Like, Snoop could literally just play some from him in Dog Pound. And, it would, <laughs> and he could have a little building right in the little New York building right there in front of him and kick it over. And <laughs> he got a little Lego way, building. <laughs> the only way Ace get points for, like, if he come in with, like, the Rough Riders. Like, this nigga need Dragon D. <laughs> Like Eve got to be in there. Swiss need to be there. Like they got to get hype when the songs play. For him to even have like a chance for three or four rounds. Like anything other than that, man, Snoop finna watch this nigga. Snoop has eight, um, excuse me, DMX has eight albums. He got t- three good ones. He has 46 Max. singles. 46. Uh, songs. Stop, drop. That shit, that's going to go though. But no. it just, it can't do nothing Snoop against. Hit him with that deep cover. Get it out of here, niggas. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa. Deep cover not beating that. Deep cover not beating that. Stop, drop. Yeah, it is. Deep cover is beating Rough Riders Anthem all day and twice on Sundays. Let's go. Get it out of here. Rough Riders deep Anthem cover? can beat. It can beat deep, deep cover. cover. It can beat murder was the case. Nah, absolutely crazy not. As fuck. We're not. He's not going to go 20 nothing, man. God damn. Look at the sky. My mind starts tripping. The tear drops my eye. Right, hey, come on, hard. dog. That shit, gonna be that shit was banging, man. I know. It was the shit. DMS need to go first, and he got to play all his hits like out the gate. If he, need, <laughs> he got a chance, nigga, he got to set the tempo. He got to come out strong. Nigga got to come out fire, nigga. He ain't got time to play no games. What uh all right, so we both have kind of alluded to who we think will win. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, first let's go discography because look, I said DMX had eight albums. You said three of them were good. Two. Snoop has seven. That's Hayden. Snoop has seventeen albums. How many of those were good? He's had a hit every decade, though. That's what this verses is about. Hits. No, I'm just talking about the damn. Di- we we've moved on. We understand okay. that it's going to be a, a right. thrash. How many good albums do Snoop got? Yes, let's keep it a stack. Some people will say his best album is his first one, and it's been downhill since. Well, I mean, his best album is his first one, but it was a classic. Like, it was a classic <laughs> classic. It ain't one of these new <laughs> classics either, nigga. That's a, for real deal. Put that motherfucker on today, and it's going to ride. So, um, I mean, it's hard to, to put out anything good since that. I like that blue carpet treatment. Well, that's, I'm not about to say he album. hasn't put anything good out. I'm just nothing to nowhere near that magnitude. Well, I mean, look at it, though. That's, that magnitude is high. Like, that's, that is arguably the best hip-hop album ever. I guess you, you can make an argument for that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, once you do that, man, Snoop, you can just smoke weed and chill. Like Snoop, Snoop put, he right. put one out about two or three years ago that actually sounded that we, yeah, we pretty straight, about though. It on the show on here. I can't think about it. I think it was Kool-Aid. Name. Uh, that motherfucker was alright if I remember or that never left one of those two was actually kind of fire like real low key Snoop has a decent this is going to sound crazy because we're talking about a legend who's been in the game for 30 years and has sold zillions of records and is an icon living but he has a solid discography like let's be honest and never left the eye too though yeah that's what I'm saying that's the one with the throwback cover on it where he uh-huh. is kind of like an old. Yeah, that's all that, that album was cool, but let's be honest, we're not revisiting that like on no weekly shit, bro. Like, yes, like come on. Um, he's got a couple of dope albums. The No Limit album was cool. 
the dog oh, father or the dog father was dog. the death row album that was trash oh uh, you talking about the game is to be told the game is to be sold not told is a flop no 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 was the first no limit album the game it was, was good that was a flop he was, was good you as a no limit fan i was expecting a lot more he sold Stupid. two million i mean that's p it's P Double platinum, P. nigga. It's P. That was Penny and like Shaq when he came to No Limit. Nigga, P and Snoop hooking up? Are you serious, nigga? Give me the CD right now. I guess that's why I don't like it as much either, though, because I was expecting so much. Like, you got to think how big Snoop was probably the big. That was the biggest free agent signed in rap history to that That's point. a fact. And that's P fact. was like our, like our uncle. So, yeah. shit, nigga, that was it. But I was expecting a lot more out of that album. Uh, the Last Meal... That was pay okay. What paid the cost to be the boss? That wasn't bad. No, a lot of these. He's got a lot of not yeah, bad. It's a whole lot of mediocre shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a hit on almost all of these albums too, though. Not all seventeen. That's damn near. Shit. Damn near. That beautiful was on that. Paid the cost to be the boss, and that's all that matters in life. He's probably not gonna play that until like the last five. Yeah, he can. Yeah, that's true. He don't have to end it with that. Yeah, yeah. That is what's the, that's the question. That what is the song? Had, um, I see you whining and grinding. DMX might not have nothing for that, man. He's not Snoop, Snoop not playing that. He's not playing that. Over that ball. That's a hit for DMX. He's not playing that, man, not I'm playing playing that against DMX. Really, He's I'm not playing, playing that and talking shit. Like, this <laughs> 60 down in my catalog, my nigga. Y'all yeah, Akon nigga. in there with me and hey, then I get this nigga a tag team partner, man. Get somebody else in here to help this nigga out, man. He playing that blue carpet treatment. What? Um. Okay. So who? So what's the score? What do you have? The final score? Nineteen one. Fuck out of here, man. We're not gonna be disrespectful, oh. Earl Simmons. <laughs> One's a Simmons. We're not gonna do. Um. If I were betting, if I were betting uh, a salary on it, and I had to put up the number closest to what I thought the Snoop would win, I would one hundred percent go sixteen. Sixteen to four. 16 to 4. That's yeah. like a realistic number. What would you go? If if Snoop wanted to crush him, 20 then, I, then I could see... Nah, he wouldn't do that. 20 but if Snoop wanted to crush him, then yes, I could see 16 to 4. I think Snoop will be a little more... He'll put on a little bit more of a show, and it'll be 13-7. He'll, put, he'll, 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 he'll keep scores close. That's a whole lot of DMX love right there, boy. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm reaching. I'm swear I'm reaching, trying Just to give him a chance. You love X, boy. Uh, we got some prop bets, though. Okay. We got four here. Mm-hmm. Over or under two and a half blunt smoke by Snoop throughout the night. Mm. What's the normal versus time? What you going about, an hour, two hours? I will say two hours. Over. Over two and a half <laughs> blunts. Easy. <laughs> he, he at least running four blunts. Jesus That's Christ. At least four blunts in two hours for Snoop. You got over or under? Uh, I was over for sure. Facts. And and they'll be in the same room, just like how the last ones have been. You That's know fire. They, That's good. That's, That's good shit. And it's on Apple Music, too. Like, I'm all in. Um, next prop bet, what color Tims would DMX have on? Wheat or black? Mm. Because that's all he wear. I've never seen DMX in anything but Tims. It don't matter Facts. what month it is. I'm going wheat. You got to go wheat Tims, man. It's... I think that's what New York niggas like the black ones for the winter. 
The wheat Tim's for the summer. He might have the toes cut out the wheat Tim's. Open toe Tim's. Open toe wheat Tim's, man. I'm going with the wheat. What you got, black? Nah, DMX is going to be in dark man X mode. He's going to be in all black. Because He's going to have the black Tim's on. Because it's his funeral. But uh, one more, uh, two more. Over or under five songs played from Doggy Style and Chronic by Snoop. So combining Doggy Style and Chronic, how many songs will be over five that he plays from there or under? Over. I'll go with seven. I think he's going to do about seven. He's going to give you about four. He's going to at least four from Doggy Style. No, nah, he's not going to do four from something. No, no. Absolutely. No. Nah. Any juice? Murder was a case is on there. Lottie Dottie's on there. Oh, you count murder was a case then. Yeah, I'm counting murder was a case. Facts. Oh, no, shit. And then the chronic, you got Dre Day and... Um, Oh, that's right. And nothing but a G thing. Like, nothing but a G thing. The first thing ringing off. Like, as soon as we start this motherfucker, just give me nothing but a G thing. Point for me. Let's move on. You ain't got to play a song, DMX. Next. Snoop really going to play like 12 from the 90s before he even get out of the 90s. Yeah, like, we are. DMX better have some unreleased Jay Z freestyle with him and Jay Z on that. Battle that everybody talk about that happened between them niggas. You better have that footage and audio, and and Swiss better have chopped that shit up and put a beat behind that shit. That's the only way that nigga gonna have a chance. Last prop bet, man. Who has more beats played, Swiss or Dre? Mm, that's a good one. Do Snoop got any? Do Snoop got any Swiss beats? Because I know he mm. next ain't got no Dre beats. I don't know off the top of my head. That's a great question. I got to go maybe Dre. Because Dre was like Lace and Snoop. And like most of, most of Snoop slam dunks is going to be from Dre. Snoop does have some Swiss beats, but they're not like yeah, songs yeah, that get played in this battle. Make it to this battle. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. That ain't going to happen. I'm going, I'm still going, um, I'm still going Swiss because that's going to be DMX's whole damn catalog. And whatever he plays that he was featured on, it's probably going to be Swiss as well. There are going to be several Swiss beats played on here. What is I it? What's on? Uh, go ahead. You said there's one. I was going to say there's about f- how many Dre songs is he going to play? Snoop is probably going to play about six Dre songs. See, because he had America's Most Wanted too. At least. Oh my God. What's on? What is? Is it? Is it DMA said X is coming for you? That's Swiss. Ain't doing I'm not mistaken. For you. He better play that first. Run high, duck, duck. He need to play that off the off the muscle just to get it like a little let people know what type of time he on. Before I don't know swim. who made that beat though. Uh, I can't remember who made that beat, but you gotta look at like what if he plays a B side banger like one more road to crawl? Like he can't play nothing like that. One more hard. See, that's what I'm saying. Like. He he may can go that route like how Jada did. Like Jada went the B side route and brought Fab to his world. Well, that's because Fab was loafing though. <laughs> like Fab should have did the same thing I'm telling Snoop to do. Fab was in there loafing, trying to play with niggas and shit. Ah, uh, you got a street hit. Oh, I got a street hit too. Like, nah, hit this nigga over the head with throw it in the bag. Uh, mm-hmm. little more joints. Like this nigga can't compete with that. Get him out of here. But Fab trying to play in the same game as DMX. I mean, excuse me, the playing in the same game. Jada, Jada, and Snoop is a savvy vet, man. Snoop ain't finna come play. Used to be my dog. You was in my left titty. Scream right or die. Thought you would die with me. Hey, you got X fuck that. He can. That might be the one he win. 
Because oh, if fuck. that ring up, like, you got to play. He got to go first when he played that, too. I yeah. don't know. That's a cool come in. That's what I'm saying. He, he's got more B-side. Be he can win that. that that's he all I'm saying. That. Snoop yeah. can't match those type of records to me. Yeah, Snoop ain't got that, like, emotion. Snoop don't never. He doesn't have a lot of emotional raps. That's like, what I'm saying. A lot of clever, a lot of funny. Storytelling and OG shit. storytelling shit, but it ain't a lot of emotion in it. DMX like probably the most emotional rapper ever, other than Wale. Other than Drake. And what? Yeah, Drake, Wale, and DMX. How's it going down? It's on till it's gone, and I got to know now. Ooh, is you with me or what? Hey uh, man, those, this will be closer. Just, those, than... No, it's not gonna be closer than you think. <laughs> It's not, it's not going to be that at all. Like, if Snoop come with his game face on, man, this ain't even, like, play those in, in intermission, nigga. I'm excited. With a better chance. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm I can't excited. wait to see. I, though it's not the pairing that we were talking about with the TI-50, it ain't that type of energy, but it is right. a different type of energy that has been presented to Versus before, and I, I want, I'm excited to see these two guys interact, both legends. Like, it's going to be dope. I'm just glad we have a new one. Um, I was sitting here thinking to myself, all right, when is the next? Like, what are you doing, Swiss? Like, yeah. what are we doing? Let's, let's go ahead and announce the next joint. We'll never get that 50 and TI, and that's a shame. Um, but, that. man, <laughs> people, they stopped talking about that. 50, that's, that's already old news. 50, I just listened to that part in 50 book again today when he was talking about the engagements that he has, like, like him being very cautious of people who he engages with because he feel like that it helps them out. More than it helps him. He gave the yep. example of Rick Ross. Yep. Fifties retarded for that, but hey. Yeah, that's how he think, man. This would have been a good moment, him and Ti, man. That would be fun. I but this is gonna be dope too. Y'all, let us know what y'all think. We know, obviously, by the time you hear this early Wednesday when we drop it, you know, you may get this a little bit later than the actual joint when it happens. You may listen to this after the fact, which is why we wanted to do some prop bets, kind of have some fun with it. Uh, but let us know what y'all think uh, at On Deck TV Podcast on Instagram. Who do y'all think will win and what is the score? Um, definitely got to go live after that joint is over too, man. Y'all fuck with your boys. You know, I'll be down in there with you, man, if it ain't too late. I go to bed early. Um, yeah, I got a bedtime too. They can't keep me up at like that. What about Ross and, and, and T.I.? That's a good matchup. T.I. wash them, but it's a good matchup though. That'll be close. T.I. wash them. No. Ross ain't got hit. Ross will keep close with like B side shit. Yeah, like his B side, like Ross Justice gonna, League and Ross gonna animate it up too. Like he gonna sell the song. He he gonna, gonna win two rounds just off selling that motherfucker. That, that shit gonna be fun. And he gotta play all the Maybach musics. He gotta Facts. play all of them. <laughs> like that that's some shit that Ross will do. Like he'll play the Maybach music with Tip on there. Like you hear you, man, you can't you? I can't lose this. You hear you on there? Like so that's some shit Ross will do. Yeah, he gotta do that. He gotta that's do that. Good. Um, y'all let us know who, who y'all think will win, man. Let's get we got some wins and losses, man. What we got? We got some wins and we got some losses, man. If you guys have been accustomed to the show and how we've been getting down, then you know the last segment is our wins and losses. The first L goes to your man's Benny. Benny the Butcher is talking about dropping a double album, man. Tana Talk three and four dropping together. Uh good move or bad move, man. This is an L. This is the delay in that full-length Benny project that I've been asking for for what seems like forever. The yeah. holdup is he wants to drop a double album? Bro, this is not 1998. I'm not going to Sam Goody to go get the album. Like, that is all, that's erased. The nostalgia is gone from that, fam. Put out 14 of them bangers 
and quit bullshitting with yourself, dude. We do not need a double album, Benny. I'm sorry. He's probably the hardest nigga rapping right now, and I need a full-length project yesterday. All you're waiting on a double album? Come on, son. These niggas have done an impeccable job of, like, building up for their albums. Him, Benny, I mean, Westside Gun and Conway. That's true. Like, enough already, nigga. Like, <laughs> enough already of these little fucking nine, four, three songs. Like, enough, dude. Give me that full length, big boy that you want to drop on Shady that you say gonna change the game. I am ready for that shit, nigga. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I seen um, Westside Gun is gassing his project up, boy. He, he yeah, does a real good job of... heard like that again. ...of self-promoting his own joint, very WWE-like, yeah. and I respect it, I but he does that. a good job of it. Absolutely, man. A W to your man's YG, probably the best just dressed rapper in the game. Uh, he's donating proceeds from his new merch to most to black, to black businesses in LA. No shots out to YG? No, absolutely, man. Um, donating proceeds. He, he, he's do some, doing something with his dollars. And I like that he's being specific with what it is that he's doing it with. He's donating it specifically to black-owned businesses in South Los Angeles. Yep, and his thank you. Always dope to give back, especially locally. You get to see people in black businesses do their thing. Did so, you see the merch? I, I ain't checking the, for fuck the police shorts. Is that what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, man, I, I'm with you. I know what you mean. I'm not I'm wearing the fuck the police shorts yeah, though, bro. I'm just like, not. If I had a little nephew or something that was like 19, 20, and you can rock right. them all day. I'm too Me, old for that. I'm not rocking those. No. Uh, w to my guy Royce the Nickel Nine mm -hmm. responding to Lazy Bones. What about black on black crime when people were talking about Black Lives Matter? Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Royce. He, he put three separate videos up responding very eloquently, very clearly to Lazy Bones. What about black on black crime? And I, I thought it was dope. I watched all three of the posts. I, I thought he made a lot of sense and he was able to uh, convey his message without demeaning Lazy Bone. He said that was fam. You know what I mean? Gave him a lot of respect and he understands why people would take that stance. It's very easy to take that low hanging fruit. But he explained why, you know, that's not a thing and why that's not applicable to the issues that are going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. So shout out to Royster 59 I had a conversation very similar to that with one of my homeboys about the black on black crime. And he kind of went about what's going on. You know, the numbers in Chicago looking nuts right now. And, you know, I, so I had to explain something kind of similar black to him. crime guy? No, no, no. I had to explain something. That, I had to explain to him, like, why that's not why that's not the same thing of what's going on. And it's, it's more of a deflection that uh, people like not to use. Fake It's fake fucking news. It's well, I mean, it is what, but what, what the, the term black on black crime is fake news, but the 120 people shot in, in Chicago is not fake. Yeah, news. So it, it goes I, yeah, uh, true. And that's a whole nother show. For yeah. That's a whole nother show, but the, the numbers are not fake to my knowledge. Numbers are not fake. Those are real numbers. People are so, dying. I don't want to dismiss that at all. You're absolutely right about it. It's a conversation to be had for sure. And you don't need to have it. In response, in response to somebody to saying Black Lives Matter. Matter. Absolutely. <clears throat> Star Wars the Five Nine, like you said, those three videos were great. Um, Royce is getting on that list for me of like, even though I do enjoy his rap, the personality, like I enjoy, I think we need somebody like Royce the Five Nine uh, doing what he does. I just listened to an interview with his on Jamil Hill's podcast like last week and he was 
body in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just, he's just, I love the space that he's in uh, as far as his, his battle with alcoholism and where he is now mm-hmm. and how he explains that for people who have dealt with that. Like it's, he, uh, he's in a very dope space and he's like a very much needed voice in hip hop outside of the booth and inside. Absolutely. A big W for your mans. I know you cried when you heard this. Logic, Logic is dropping his last album, man. He wants to focus on fatherhood, being a mm. father. So this is going to be his last time out, man. Are you sad? No, not at all. Uh, Logic gets a lot of hate because he's and, trash. Well, no, I, you know, people like to run with the Joe Budden when he said that he was the worst rapper of all time or whatever. You know, and it's, it's let me be clear. That's fucking hilarious, people number one. <laughs> But Logic is not the worst rapper of all time, even though it's funny. And it. he makes pretty decent music. This album will be executive produced by No ID. So that should be very interesting of how it sounds. I will no be ID checking it out. Huh? No ID done tracks with him before. They work oh, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. No, Logic makes actually some decent music, especially no, some did. of his old Sinatra mixtapes. Logic doesn't sound like anything. Like Logic is too, too many different samples of other rappers to be considered i think dope that's why people yeah i wouldn't say he's dope time well i think people call him slaw because he's just like uh, he's like a cover rapper he's easy to hate bro no he's like a cover rapper like like a cover cover rapper gec at least has his own style like all of these styles that i've heard logic do have came from just like hijacking somebody else's shit I'm listening to him there. I hope him. I wish him much success in his fatherhood, man. Um, we ain't got to worry yeah. about talking about logic no more. It's the biggest takeaway from me. <laughs> Shout out to the um, on decker of the week. We are taking this straight from iTunes. People have been commenting on iTunes. We appreciate that. We have a brand new one from the life of Pablo. I love that name. I love that shit. I would have five done. stars grade A podcast. On my soul, it don't get no better than this. Best hip-hop podcast, no capital. I appreciate that life of Pablo. Good looking. Um, Y'all go on iTunes. Give us a comment. Man, that helps in that whole fancy iTunes algorithm to get pushed up so more people can get some of this heat rock, man. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Y'all go rate, subscribe, like. Do it on the YouTubes, too. This video should be on YouTubes. We want to get to a 1,000 subscribers. We're almost there. Yeah. You know, you guys helped us get to the 100 mark on our comments on iTunes. So for YouTube and what we're focused on is you guys getting us to that 1,000 mark on the Realville Media YouTube page. So you guys go check that out and subscribe, rate, like, be a member to our page and make sure you get those alerts from us. Yeah, link is in the bio for the YouTube page. Subscribe and tell a friend. We'd appreciate it. Uh, You got something to put me on? Yes, I do, man. Uh, Actually, a couple of things. First and foremost, before we get out of here, RIP John Lewis. Uh, secondly, Absolutely. well, the Marbury doc, I'm not sure if I said that before, so I want to do two put-ons. Okay. That kid from Coney Island, like, that shit was so fire. Cause just because mm. it reminded me of that, like, I remember that. Like, I remember playing live around that time, that 95 draft class, that shit was great. Great job by those guys in that documentary and up your alley. If you're making investments or you or you know want some information about what's going on now and effects a long term from this COVID thing, Peter Schiff. He's an economist. He was on Joe Rogan. It's like a three hour conversation, mm. but it is absolutely fire. 
Uh, he's giving you some preparation tools for what's, what's upcoming with the economy. He was the guy that predicted the housing market crash in 2006. He mm. was on Fox News in 05 talking about that the real estate markets were going to crash. Uh, well, whenever that was uh, from the recession, but yeah. uh, y'all check that out. His name is Peter Schiff. He's on Joe Rogan's like one of the last three episodes that he dropped. Really good information, man. Grab your pen and pad and zone out and listen to that. Yeah, man, I had I had somebody come through. I had a contractor come through, look at the crib, and I asked him how business was during the pandemic. Popping. He said, bro, what pandemic, fam? Popping. He said, bro, stop. He said, he said, man, stop watching the news and whatever it is that you planned on doing or starting or building. He said, bro, keep doing it, bro. Like, don't, don't, don't. The news is meant to kind of discourage you from doing that stuff and to kind of scare you, bro. It's people out here getting money and spending money. So True. don't stop. And it's a perception there too, though, just to be fair, like in, there are industries that are being affected. He just Facts. happens to be in an industry that's eating right now. Facts. Uh, and there are also more industries that are eating that you may not be aware of. Facts. And the one that you're trying to get into may be one of them. So mm-hmm. if you're so able to what you do, take advantage. But uh, one of the, the service industry, like people are at home, people got stimulus money. They got the extra money on the unemployment check. Oh, let me get this room painted. Let me get this wall built. Like people are doing shit like that now, but people like in the restaurant industry, things like that. Those are, those are, they're hurting. But that Peter Schiff, like, listen to that. I know you have a couple uh, investments that you like, listen to that. He is, he giving you good information on there. I'm going to check it out. Um, I have one thing to put you on and one thing to put you off. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put you off of that Netflix movie with Omar Epps. I can't believe you watched that. You, shout out my guy Sean Walsh. Y'all some good niggas, boy. Yeah, you know, you know the you know the guy want to watch that shit, man. Nia Long, uh, she still got it. Shout out to her. She Omar fine. Epps. It's called Fatal Affair. It's super slow. Oh my god! Like it's it it's not even. See, I thought it might have been one of those so bad. It's actually kind of entertaining. Nigga, it's mm-hmm. just some slow. Nia Long blamed it on the lack of diversity. She said diversity was, where no black writers or black people that were in, like really in in the in the ground breaking building. Well, I mean, uh, can you tell? Okay, it seemed like not not a lot of black people were involved. I didn't get that vibe. I just got the vibe of a bad movie that's we've seen a thousand times. The concept has been done a hundred times. It's what I don't give a fuck who was in there writing this shit, dude. You could I don't I don't see a way where you could have had somebody write that to be like nigga that shit was fired no bro it was just it's a played concept that we've seen over and over and over and over and over and over and over again so that now we've seen done better some uh, breaking news from Kanye West Twitter oh shit all right what we he got he says uh, he put his life on the line for his children that Norse mother would never oh well, I ain't even reading that um, it okay. has yeah everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me. Says Kanye West. Kanye West also said, Chris, don't play with me. You and that call me, C-A-L-M-Y-E, are not a lot allowed around my children. Oh, I tried to lock me up. Oh, uh, then he posted the YouTube link, and then he posted the thought bubble. Oh, man. Another one I didn't read. I'll have to send it to you. Like, I'll let people look at that on their own. I don't know what that one was about. I'll be editing this out, man. I can't take no more L's, but yeah, I'm sorry. I can't do it. Niggas was hitting me up and like, man, make sure you go hard. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't take no more of this shit, dog. Um, oh, but man. no, I'm not selling my Yeezy. Oh, I'm just, no, fuck out of here. here, man. 
Um, last thing I do want to put you on though, and shout out to J Hope because he put me on this. I've been big on trying to get my water intake to where it need to be. Mm-hmm. Big dog, <laughs> ninety ounce joint. It got the times in which you're supposed to be drinking it right there and shit. It's just super helpful though. Like nigga, it help you get your water intake throughout the day. It's like a hundred ounces. It makes you dumb easy. Cop that bitch on Amazon. Super clutch. I've been you on it every day the, since. Uh, you seen the Amazon video about the nigga that invested in those right there? Uh-uh. They made some, look it up when you get done. You made a killing off it. I don't know if it was a, a woman or a man. I think I remember it being like a little Chinese guy. Oh, okay. But he was looking up shit to sell on Amazon. And he came across it. And I think I don't even want to name the number, but yeah, no, nah, it's listen, I copped. It's fire. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's a basic product, but it's like yeah. Need it it's though. Good, yeah, that's like, a good idea. Yeah, so that hey man, get your water intake up. Go on Amazon, copy the big boy bottled joy jug, man. Take your vitamins too. That'll help. Absolutely. Take your Flintstone vitamins like Lou. <laughs> um, hey man, we are out again. We appreciate it. Man, I wanted to do a giveaway and I'm mad because I didn't think of this until after the fact. But I have a DMX hoodie from his show here in Atlanta, and they gave me the wrong size. I can't fit this shit, it's too small. <clears throat> and I want to figure out how we can give it away, man. Maybe we'll do something on YouTube soon to commemorate this battle when it's over it, man. Keep your eyes on YouTube and uh, on the IG for sure. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. You guys joining the On Deck TV podcast. We back in the video saddles, quarantine style, as you guys can see. We out. <laughs>